0: God tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, that His good, acceptable, and perfect will become reality when our minds are renewed. This means we stop thinking the way we used to, and we begin thinking in ways that are aligned with God's thoughts. When this happens in the area of healing, it creates an immediate release of the powerful promises of God in our lives. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about on episode number one of the Be Healed podcast entitled, Rethinking Healing. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I am so thankful and excited that you've joined us on the journey of learning and growing in your understanding of God. You know, what people think about healing is so diversified, sometimes it's how they personally grew up, or what nation they've come from, or uh, what things they've learned in churches and schools about healing. And the reality is that the subject of healing has become, in many places, especially in some churches, fairly controversial. Some people believe that God will heal all the time. Some people believe He'll heal some of the time. And some people believe that the days of healing and the miraculous movement of God's power ended with the first century church. There's an amazing author and pastor by the name of Gene Getz. And in his book, Sharpening the Focus of the Church, he discussed this idea of looking through three lenses and he discussed the lens of culture he discussed the lens of history and he discussed the lens of scripture in the bible and you know those three lenses really ring true and hold true in any time or era because it's how we grow up it's the things that we're exposed to and and those things frame What we think and often how we react to different subject matters, especially in the area of healing. In our culture today, if we think about healing, many people may think about the modern medicine that's available to people, surgeries and, and uh, pharmaceuticals, and other people may think of healing, they think of sports or physical therapy. Uh, other people may be thinking about overcoming traumatic experiences or the healing that they associate with counseling, uh, alcohol and drug addiction. And then even more so in our culture, things have moved to understand healing in a very new age sense, uh, tapping into uh, some very dangerous false religions where people are meditating and doing different kinds of things. These areas are very common in our culture today and looking at things that are not helpful for us, but they think that they will be. And so people in our culture are trying to figure out what's the right way. How do I get help? How do I get free? Historically, in that second lens that Gene gets speaks about, this idea of how is the church historically taught about healing that's also very varied too Uh, you see in much of the church that it was understood that the covenanted promises of god are still valid and active today but then today especially in a lot of modern movements they teach that god's healing promises are not for today so people are left confused well, it's that third lens that will really enable us to get our minds renewed and, and aligned with heaven, and that's the lens of Scripture. Now, in most people's minds and hearts, these three lenses of culture, history, and the Scripture are kind of all mushed together, and they create a petri dish of doubt and fear, and confusion inside the believer's mind. But still, people are suffering so greatly today that the average person is still seeking supernatural healing. The kind of healing that is greater than that which comes from man. The kind of healing that overcomes all sickness and disease. It's a scary situation when somebody is in front of a doctor and they say there's there's nothing more they can do and a person begins to accept death. I want to tell you today that when you see through the biblical, scriptural lens uh, and, and you see what it says about healing, you're going to be filled with hope and you're going to be filled with a brand new perspective of healing that is unchanging and that is something that you could be assured of. And so it really falls into what Paul the apostle was saying in Romans chapter 12 verse 2. The verse says and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, it wasn't just about prayer. It wasn't just about worship. It's about not being conformed to this world. And if you want a healing breakthrough in your life, in your body, in your family, then you need to have your mind and I need to have my mind conformed to the mind of God, not shaped according to the philosophies of this world. Paul, the apostle, even mentioned in Colossians chapter 2, in verses 6 through 8, that we would have to beware, be very careful that we wouldn't be cheated from the things God has done for us by listening to vain philosophies and according to the principles of this world. So, it's really vital that we begin to build a framework and a foundation for what the true meaning of healing really is. Now, in today's episode, I'm just going to give some thoughts that I hope will create a foundation that are very simple and try to move away from very short sighted definitions of healing. Because healing is literally the restoration. Of all things that were lost. You know, if we looked at the root of all the problems, we can see that it wasn't in God's creative design. God made the Garden of Eden, He made the animals, He made mankind, and He made them without sickness, He made them without disease, He made them without anxiety, He made them without any of these life destroying things. He, in fact, made them healthy and strong and at rest and at peace with him. But once Adam and Eve decided to violate, rebel against God's love commandment to not eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, once they moved by listening to the satanic voice that tempted them, the serpent in the Garden of Eden. Many people think this is a story, but this is a historical account of what took place because once they rebelled against God's word, they rebelled against life itself. They departed from the life nurturing, life giving word of God. God warned them ahead of time. If, if you eat of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil in that day, you will surely die. God warned them But they did not heed God's warning and fell into sin. And you see, when that happened, they became disconnected from God. We have to understand that God himself is life. And when you become disconnected from life, you essentially experience death. And that's exactly what happened to them. And so it's very important. If we even looked at a scientific definition of what cold is, Cold is the absence of heat. If we look at the scientific definition of darkness, it's the absence of light. Well, it stands to reason, therefore, that which is bad is the absence of that which is good, that which is evil is the absence of that which is holy, and that death is literally the absence of life. And they lost that spiritual life. And there is a consequence to the sin and the death. And humanity was put underneath that. So when we see that there's a disconnection spiritually from life itself, who is God, that there is going to be a, a systemic consequence that runs through every element of our lives before jesus christ you see adam and eve as soon as they fell into sin hid from god they were filled with fear and anxiety murder was released on the earth and every kind of wicked thing was released so the root of problems to simplify it is these problems are the symptoms of being disconnected from the life, health, and peace of God. Therefore, if we looked at it at a very basic level, healing is the restoration or the putting things back together, the reconnection of humanity with God. Now, we know that the Old Testament promised that there would be one who would come to make all things new, that he would be a second Adam, that he would be the Messiah, he would be the chosen one, and he would come through the nation of Israel, and he would suffer, he would die, he would bear all of the iniquity and bear all of the consequence of the sin that we fell into. And this is an amazing healing verse. In fact, this is one of the most powerful verses in my whole life that I'm about to read because when I myself was sick with cancer and I was not even able to swallow and walk well because of the beginnings of the treatment I had uh, endured, uh, these verses I'm about to read uh, are, are what I learned and, and what, what led to my freedom and healing that very same day. It's in Isaiah chapter 53, and it says in verse four, it says, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. But you see, in Hebrew, griefs and sorrows are translated sicknesses and pains. And the Hebrew meaning is actually physical in nature. It says, and yet, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. Verse five, but... He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement, which means punishment, for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. And so what we see in these verses is is an amazing messianic promise that someone was coming who would bear the punishment and bring restoration. Well, you see, it stands to reason that if sickness, disease, anxiety, and every cursed thing flowed from being separated from God, that the reconnection to God would restore or heal us from those things that came from being disconnected thus the message of the gospel of jesus christ is all about jesus the messiah the one who isaiah the prophet was foretelling of he in his ministry brings restoration brings us together brings us back to the father through a ministry called reconciliation. In other words, he's reconciling God to man. This means we're reconnected. And when someone believes Jesus Christ is the Son of God, when they believe and receive the work of Jesus on the cross and they receive through that sacrifice the forgiveness of their sins, they are once again restored back to god so healing therefore is essentially putting together what was broken it's a transformation not just of a condition but also of a position it's about releasing people from the afflictions that resulted from being disconnected from god And what's great about this is it's not just physical, it's not just mental, it's not just emotional, it's all of them together. If you are a Christian, you know and believe that God has restored us back to the Father. But what a lot of people did not know because they were taught uh, in an opposite fashion, that when you're reconnected, you can once again enjoy a supernatural life that isn't cursed. That is what we call blessed. And that's why the Bible describes that we who are believers are no longer cursed, but we are blessed in Jesus. Galatians 3:13 says that Jesus became cursed, but we became redeemed, we were purchased back. So a lot of people don't understand this bifold uh, a blessing between salvation and healing. But again, healing is the restoration of the things that God had first designed, and created. You know, I'm going to just share with you a word study briefly and, and bear with me because I'm going to rattle off a lot of Bible verses, but you can go ahead and stop it later and copy them down and go and look at them and investigate them for yourself because it's important to see that the scripture actually uses the same term both to be saved spiritually as it does to be healed physically and this word being used is one word that literally means salvation healing and deliverance all wrapped up in one it's a greek word by the name of sozo and it's used over 100 times in the new testament and literally it means to make whole to heal to rescue to keep safe To save a suffering one, to save from one suffering from disease, to restore back to health, to preserve one who is in danger of destruction, to save or to rescue. Also, it means to deliver from the penalties of the messianic judgment. This is the future judgment. It means to save from the evils which obstruct the reception of the messianic deliverance. This is actually taken from uh, James Strong's concordance. And so it really becomes powerful when literally this term sozo actually is meaning both to save from sin and to heal from disease. Well, let's go through the scripture briefly and take a look at how they're used in Matthew one twenty one, the Bible says that, that Mary would bring forth a son called Jesus and he would save or so-so his people from their sins. That's spiritual salvation. Well, in Matthew 9.20-22, 20 a woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and it says that Jesus said, Daughter, your faith has made you well. That term well is so-so, meaning physically healed. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 13, it says, He who endures to the end shall be so so, saved. But in Luke 17, 11 to 19, it says, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. Again, physical healing, same word. Luke 8, 12 says that that the enemy would come and take away the word out of their hearts. And it says, Lest they should believe and be saved, so so. But then in Mark 10, 52, Jesus says, Go your way, your faith has made you well. Sozo, again, spiritual salvation and physical healing. Let me give you just a few more. Luke 19, 10 says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which is lost. That's sozo, to seek and save, restore. Sozo, that which was lost. That's spiritual salvation. But it also is exemplified in Luke 8, 36, when it says that a demon-possessed person was healed, or sotso. So there are many more to go through here, but, but let me bring you to Mark chapter 5, verse 34. And he said to her, "'Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction.'" When Jesus says, your faith has made you well, again in Mark 34, it's so-so. And when he said, go in peace and be healed, that term healed is hugias, which again means to be made whole, to make one restored. And that's actually in Mark chapter 5, verse 34, where the Be Healed podcast gets its name. So you can see that through some of these examples, the same meaning for the word to be saved is the same meaning of the word to be healed. And this is a very uh, Greek way of describing it. But in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew language, the counterpart to this word, so-so, would be shalom, which means much more than simply peace. It means perfect wholeness lacking nothing. So, this is a wonderful truth that we can begin to look at what God's Word says, that healing is a restoration of all those things that resulted from the curse. And this includes sickness, disease, anxiety, all kinds of stress, praise God. This includes things that God says, that's not what. I created you for I want to tell you today that God did not create you to be sick he did not create you to suffer but he sent his only begotten Son Jesus Christ of Nazareth to the earth not only to suffer for your sins but to suffer for your sicknesses and diseases Another example of this is in Matthew chapter 9, and I'll leave you with this. It says in Matthew 9, beginning at verse 1, So he got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own city. Then behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven you. And at once, some of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? Now listen to verse 5. This is Jesus Christ, the Deliverer, the Messiah, our Healer. He says, For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you. For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you. Or to say, Arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed and go to your house. This is Jesus. And he said, Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you. Or to say, Arise and be healed. This means that Jesus Christ is saying when you are forgiven of your sins spiritually, you can enter into a transformed realm of being and walking and receiving in healing. This is an exciting good news of the gospel, an exciting message of the gospel. And I thank God for it. And I thank God that it is producing healing all over the earth. I want to encourage you to steep yourself in the word of God. Let's bypass the cultural lens. Let's escape from the historical mistakes that have been made. And let's go back to the biblical record to realize that God loves you so much that he gave you Jesus. That whosoever would believe in him would not perish but would have everlasting life. And I tell you that the moment that you receive Jesus, you are connected to his life. You don't need to wait to leave earth to receive his life. His life is received when you believe that he is the son of God. Would you do it today? Would you put your trust in Jesus as Lord, savior, son of God who died for you on the cross Would you do it today to say, I'm no longer going to think what I heard from the culture or from history. I'm going to think in alignment to what God says. And it means he desires me to be well. And healing means the restoration of everything in my mind, my body, and all the consequences of sin. Yes, This even means marriages. Yes, it means family problems. Yes, it means relationships. When the kingdom of God in righteousness, peace, and joy invades your life, let it invade all of your life and let it be a testimony to the whole world of the goodness, the faithfulness, and the power of God Almighty. Well, I pray that you've been blessed by this episode number one as we're rethinking healing. If you liked what you heard today, found it valuable, and it was a blessing to your life, please consider subscribing on the platform that you listen to your podcasts. And please consider sharing it with friends and family. We'd love to have more people challenged by the Word of God and blessed by the truth that's flowing from this program. I also want to let you know that if you'd like to subscribe and connect with me to our YouTube channel, you can do that at youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. And you could also connect on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett. I want to tell you that if you'd like to partner with us to help make this broadcast possible and help us to send the word out, you could become a financial partner. Simply go to everyhousenow.org and click the donations button and it will walk you through a process and we thank you in advance for considering praying about, financially supporting this ministry. It's been great to be with you today, and we'd love to connect with you. So at any time you'd like to send us a testimony, a question, you could do so at contact at everyhousenow.org. We'd love to hear from you, and we look forward to the next teaching on the Be Healed podcast. God bless you.